Hello again. Welcome to another episode of the Iranian Market Minute. Today is Wednesday, August 3rd, and this is episode number 164. My name is Justin Hewn. I am your host. I'm the founder and publisher of the Uranium Insider Pro Newsletter, the only investing newsletter that focuses solely on uranium and publishes on a regular monthly basis. As always, nothing in this podcast is intended to be investing advice. I'm not your financial advisor. This is not financial advice. Please always do your own due diligence when it comes to investing and always take responsibility for your own choices. All right, interesting day in the markets today. It did seem like uh, the uranium shares were kind of caught in a tug of war between the ramping S&P and the crashing XLE. And we were caught right in the middle with the ETFs trading slightly down or slightly up on the day. Uh, most of the other shares were slightly down on the day, not huge, not huge uh, percentages and not on big volume, but still correlated to, it seems like the energy trade today, which was definitely down across the board. We'll look at the charts in just a moment. I have a couple of topics that I think are noteworthy in the mailbag section. And before we do that, let's go ahead and jump right into the daily scoreboard here. Spot price of uranium down slightly, 48.25 a pound mid-market. Sput obviously still trading at a significant discount to NAV. That discount widened to over 7% yesterday, and then the trust traded down again today, probably pushing an 8 or 9% discount to the net asset value, creeping up on that 10% discount again, uh, which is not a necessarily a good sign here, but it is an opportunity if you believe that the spot price is going to rise, and of course we do. They did buy 150,000 pounds of uranium yesterday, sitting on now $42.2 million in cash in their treasury. The ETFs reported uh, no changes in outstanding shares. Let's take a look at the charts. Like I said, URA roughly flat on the day, barely, barely down. Volume really negligible, traded up for part of the day, traded back down and ended right in the middle. Like I said, the XLE was down big today. Um, the S&P was up big today, and we were right smack dab in the middle of that. Cambico, which has been leading the pack, traded pretty weakly today, down over 2%. Again, small volumes, nothing really all that spectacular about that. Uh, let's look at URNM relative to the spot price of uranium. Oh, missed that. Decent down day, almost down 3% relative to the commodity. Looks like a little pullback here. I'd like to see this chart make a higher low from a couple of weeks back and stay above that 130 level relative to the commodity itself. Lastly, let's look at this brought physical uranium trust. Big down day, down over 2% on the day. Uh, lower volume. Again, I would like to see this make a higher low on this recovery that we've seen over the past few weeks. Okay, mailbag section today. Uh, I actually did not get a question come in to me, but I want to talk about a couple of things. First of all, um, importantly, for the first time, Chancellor of Germany Olaf Scholz came out saying that his government could postpone the planned closure of its remaining nuclear reactors. As he criticized the decision by Russia to constrain gas flows to Germany, this is a move that could deal a severe blow to Europe's largest economy. That's probably obvious. Now we've been speculating on this for quite some time, as you've heard over the past few months, um, talking about Germany. Now we're actually hearing from the chancellor that uh, that this is the actual case that they could consider keeping those plants online. Now, uh, the way this issue has been going may not be the final word. It appears to be moving in the right direction. The next question is, will be if they reopen the three plants that were decommissioned in December. German engineering firm TUV says that there are no issues whatsoever that would prevent the reopening of those three recently shuttered plants. So in theory, 
they could not only keep the three that are operating now, the remaining final three that are operating now online past December, the planned shutdown date, they could restart the three that were shut down in December. Now, I had heard a number of months back that one of those three had been decommissioned to the point where it would be difficult to restart. Two of them could easily be restarted. I don't know exactly. And I'm not holding my breath for them to restart the plants they shut down. I do think that they are now in a situation where they basically have to keep these online. How can they possibly shut down reactors that are perfectly fine to continue operational when uh, Russia is cutting off the gas pipelines to Germany? Germany is the largest economy in all of Europe. It's a major, major important uh, player in the industrial space and in uh, for the health of the EU, let's say. It's crucial that they keep these online, and I'm happy to hear that the chancellor is actually considering that. All right. Next point I want to discuss is that uh, Joe Manchin, uh, the Democratic senator from West Virginia, who has been a thorn in the de Democrat side because he hasn't gone along with um, their proposals for the most part. He essentially single-handedly canceled the Build Back Better bill, which was filled with a bunch of pork uh, on top of a number of elements that would, would have been bullish, let's say, for energy, for infrastructure, et cetera. But of course, that was a huge, huge spending bill, and he essentially put the kibosh on that. Now, he is proposing um, to add to the, uh, what is this bill called? It's the uh, inflation inflation something or other bill. Uh, sorry, I don't have that off the top of my head. Let me see, what is this called? This is called the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, $433 billion. Now, Manchin is suggesting and proposing to be part of this bill, $30 billion to support nuclear reactors in the States. So what is this? $30 billion in tax credits for nuclear. That would be uh, paid out over 10 years at 30 billion. This funding is in addition to the 6 billion already passed by Congress last year to help keep uneconomic plants in service. That's a very, very big deal. So now in the United States, in the United States, between 22 and 38% of the nation's nuclear fleet of 93 reactors is at risk of retiring in the 2030s, depending on natural gas prices, according to an analysis by Rhodium Group. So this deal that Manchin is proposing would be part of this um, Inflation Reduction Act, and it would support uh, it would support these reactors to stay online. Now, I want to highlight uh, a tweet that I retweeted today. Let me dig that up here. And this basic is basically saying this tweet was speculating that this 10 billion or 30 billion proposed by Manchin uh, could, let's see, it could save all plants that are at risk of retiring early. So essentially what this is saying is if this passes and this could see a vote in the Senate as early as this week, of course it would then have to pass the house um, and then have to be signed by the president. But there's probably enough in there to make, um, to make both sides happy that it could pass that is possible, especially if Manchin signs it. Um, basically, what they're saying is this 30 billion that's proposed by Manchin could any reactors in the United States uh, fleet of 93 reactors that are on the chopping block due to profitability that this the, between the six billion that was already funded by Congress last year and this 30 billion that Manchin is proposing, there's no excuses anymore. We have to keep these online. Very, very good to see that there's continued at least rhetoric and proposals by the US federal government to support the existing reactor fleet. Um, it's, it's clearly obvious to any of us that have been paying attention to this, that this is the way forward. We still have not heard a lot of discussion about building new large reactors in the United States, but at the very least, we're hearing A, 
support, vocal support and funding support to keep the reactors that are currently operating, operating for longer and B funding and uh, and general support for advanced nuclear and SMRs. Between those two things, uh, this could we could remain as a nuclear quote unquote powerhouse, keeping the reactors we have online and pursuing uh, pursuing advanced nuclear going forward. Happy to see that um, coming from Joe Manchin and being proposed as part of that uh, act, that Inflation Reduction Act. Um, I don't know how that combats inflation, but at this point, uh, just happy to see the support for nuclear. All right, I'm going to leave it there for today. I will not be in the office on Friday or Monday, so I will see you tomorrow. That'll be Thursday, August 4th. There will be no podcast on Friday the 5th or Monday the 8th. I will be back again on Tuesday the 9th. All right, thank you so much for watching or listening. If you do appreciate these podcasts, I would I would really appreciate it if you liked uh, liked the podcast, shared it around, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell, and you will be reminded whenever we publish a new episode, which is just about every day. Thank you for watching. I will see you again tomorrow. Cheers.